Alright guys, you know I couldn't leave you hanging on this UFC 249 card on Saturday, uh, May 9th. Uh, sorry this episode's coming out a little late. Been a little busy this week, finishing up uh, with finals and everything, but wow, do we have a treat during this quarantine. Man, the last thing that I really thought was going to happen was essentially the best UFC card I've ever seen. This rivals UFC 200, UFC 100. Uh, what was some other good ones? UFC 202. I think that was the one with uh, Connor versus Nate. I mean, there are some incredible the the Madison Square Garden cards uh, with Connor, the the John Jones cards. I mean, this is gonna rival uh, pretty much anything we've ever seen just because of the sheer amount of talent on this card. If you're not a UFC fan. Uh, and you're just listening to this podcast and you and you just tuned in, please, 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 please watch this card. Oh, my God. You won't regret it. If there's one card that's going to get you into the UFC, it's going to be this one. It's a, it's a can't miss, can't fail. We're going to break it down all right here. I'm going to go through some of the bets that I have so we can come back and see if I won them. Uh, so keep keep a ear out for that. Uh, we'll just talk about some of the storylines going in, how the UFC is going to go about doing this. And yeah, let's uh, let's just go ahead and get into the fight. So listen, uh, fight's going to be happening, uh, happening in uh, Florida, Jacksonville, Florida. And uh, one of the really cool things that they're doing, obviously, is making sure that everyone's socially distant. Unfortunately, there's not going to be any fans uh, at the event. Uh, so one of the things that they're going to do is, uh, you know, you're only allowed to have uh, three cornermen. Uh, I believe it's five for title fights, but they're going to keep it to three for everybody. Um, it's going to be in Jacksonville, Florida. You know, obviously the, the, the cutmen will be there, the referee, the cornermen, uh, obviously the fighters. Uh, the commentators, fun fact for you, Joe Rogan and gang. Uh, so I think it's going to be Joe Rogan, uh, John Anik, and Dominic Cruz. Oh, sorry, Dominic Cruz is actually fighting. So it's going to be Joe Rogan, D.C., Daniel Cormier, and uh, John Anik. And that's the all-star cast, but they're going to have them sit on literally opposite sides of the octagon, which is really stupid because I was listening to the Rogan podcast the other day, and he actually said that uh, he was just tested for corona not once but twice. So, like, why does he, you know, why is he going to sit away from the other announcers? He doesn't have corona. And they're testing literally everyone that's going to be uh, in the arena. Everyone's getting tested uh, for corona. So if you're in that arena, you're corona-free. So I don't really understand the social distancing uh, part of it. I think they're just continuing to follow guidelines that were set by the state of Florida that might not have been lifted yet. I mean, this is the only the only sporting event that's happening. The one and only. I mean, there's really nothing, especially in the major sports leagues. I mean, the NBA said they're pushing the the, the announcement of when they're going to return to June. So not just, you know, oh, we might return in June. No, no, no. The announcement of when they'll return. I mean, they're not going to be having games going for a while. They're talking about Orlando, maybe Vegas. They're going to have them at Disney World. No fans. Uh, kind of the same scenario. This is happening May 9th, Jacksonville, Florida. And this is going to be amazing. And I'm so pumped. And, uh, oh, no. Oh, my God. This isn't good. Well, as I was literally, like, looking through some UFC stuff on Twitter, uh, there's some breaking news that Jacare Souza, who's fighting on this card, God dang, dang it, who's fighting on this card, has tested positive for COVID-19. Wow. Wow. So Jacare Souza has tested positive for COVID-19. I mean, they were testing these guys consistently all the time, all throughout the week. And, uh, well, I guess this is the reason they were doing it. This is the reason they were doing it. So, okay, so... 
So apparently, uh, they spoke with the Florida State Commission, um, who said they're still very comfortable with the UFC 249 proceeding, uh, despite the positive uh, test. Apparently, uh, Jacques Ray was uh, infected by a relative and was isolated upon his arrival from seeing that relative. And when his results came back, they found out he was positive and they said that the system they had in place worked. So, I, I mean, I guess I'll retract my earlier statement about I don't know why they're separating the uh, the announcers. It looks like that's the move. So it looks like they have everything in place here and, and, and they actually reached out to the uh, to the state of Florida and uh, made sure that everything's good good to keep going. So, wow, some breaking news right there. Literally, as I'm making this podcast at 11 o'clock on this uh, amazing Friday night, um, they really, really just uh, announced that. All right, that's crazy. All right, so that fight's off. Anyway, uh, this is going to be a, a fight fans fight. Uh, a couple ones that I want you guys to look out for is uh, Francis Ngannou versus uh, Jirinho Rosenstroke. And obviously those names are like the hardest things to pronounce ever. Uh, so bear with me here. But Francis Ngannou is is one of the most insane. If you want to look look him up on Instagram, Francis, spelled the normal way, N-G-A-N-N-O-U. And you will see probably the definition of like what an athlete is. He is the biggest, strongest, most cut athlete I've ever seen. LeBron you know, Dwight Howard, you know, DK Metcalf, you, you football player, JJ Watt, you name it. It, he's by far the most, um, you know, scariest human being I've ever seen. And it's going to be an absolutely insane fight. So definitely tune in for that one. Uh, the title fight, Tony Ferguson versus Justin Gage. He's looking really good. Uh, that's going to be a great title fight. It was supposed to be Khabib. Again, he stayed in Russia. That was his decision. Uh, but they're going to try to get him back on track uh, pretty soon here. Uh, so I'm going to go through uh, a couple of the other fights real quick. We got uh, Donald Cerrone and Anthony Pettis. That's going to be a great fight. Uh, most of you know that Cerrone just lost to uh, McGregor. Uh, we'll see how he can bounce back here. I knew he was going to fight in this card. That's such a Cerrone thing to do is to fight on the Corona card. Um, all right, so I'm going to take you guys through some of my bets here. Let's see what we got. All right, so we'll start at the – at the at the top here, so I got a three three uh three fight parlay. This one's kind of you know just taking my shot and seeing how it goes. I got Anthony Pettis uh, winning against Donald Cerrone. I think that's actually a pretty good lock. Um, Cerrone after getting you know destroyed by McGregor, this is a really bad matchup for him just because uh, they fought you know they fought before. Um, and I actually forget uh, who won that fight, so I'm gonna go uh, check on that real quick. Hey Jamie, can you pull that up? Yeah, get Jamie to pull it up. Um, anyway. So we got uh, Anthony Pettis over Donald Cerrone. Here's the thing is that uh, they're very similar fighters. They're like the same fighters, um, you know, really good on the ground, great uh, jiu-jitsu black belts, uh, also really good kickboxing, very creative. Uh, but the difference is, is that Cerrone is really old and uh, Anthony Pettis is still really young. He's not that young. He's like uh, in his lower 30s. Um, but, you know, Cerrone's in his upper 30s and he's, he's getting pretty close to, 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 to 40. So he's going to... He's going to have a pretty tough time, Cerrone is, um, uh, dealing with uh, with Anthony Pettis. And not to mention, uh, Anthony Pettis actually beat him the first time around as well. And it was a knockout of the night with a leg kick. so Or a body shot with a leg. So, 
pretty convincing right there. That's why I took Pettis. Then I got uh, Henry Cejudo. This is a minus 210. Uh, this one's kind of rough. Also, Anthony Pettis was minus 155. Uh, this one was kind of a tough shot just because I know Cruz is, is nasty and he shouldn't be underestimated. But I just think Cejudo is on such a tear. And again, Cruz is on the uh, you know second half of his, of his career, really on the downtrend of his career. He hasn't fought in three years. He says that ring rust isn't real. But, I mean, he took a two, three-year break the last time. Then he fought like two, three times. And he took another three-year break. I just don't think it's in the cards for him. I think uh, Cejudo is going to continue his uh, his supreme cringe reign of terror. Uh, then we got Justin Gaethje uh, over um, uh, Tony Ferguson at um, plus 170. I think this is the best value bet um, of the whole card. Reason being, there's a couple of factors that are at play here. And these are things that only really you know insiders or people that keep up with this stuff, the, the, the people who are obsessed with it, like myself, um, you know, th this is why I... You know, I, I'm able to kind of make more informed bets is because I keep up with it so well. But uh, anyway, so Justin Gaethje, the highlight, he's had, he's on a three fight knockout streak. Um, one of his most deadliest uh, shots is his right hand. But before he got into the UFC, uh, the fighting style he was known for were his leg kicks, and he would just basically just kick the shit out of your leg until you would be on the ground and just tap out on the ground. Like he has actual knockouts via leg kicks by breaking people's legs. And that's the crazy part is there, there is a highlight of him literally breaking someone's leg as he kicks it, which is crazy. And the reason I bring this up is that just about a year ago, uh, El Kukui, Tony Ferguson, he actually had total reconstructive knee surgery. He tore all the ligaments in his knee muscle right off the bone, total reconstructive surgery. And, you know, that doesn't go away. You know, he's an older fighter. He's like 36, 37, I believe check how old tony tony ferguson is um but he's an older fighter uh he's insane he's still a crazy athlete and and you know i don't think it'll really bother him too much but it doesn't matter if it bothers him a lot it matters if that you know structural damage that's there uh is is still kind of fresh in the sense that if you know if gaethje comes out just railing his leg and his knee is is it gonna pop is it gonna twist again i mean last time it happened pretty easily he didn't even injure it in a fight he just tripped over some cords at a press interview so you know how strong is that knee is the real question so that's one huge reason another big reason is that el kukui was supposed to fight khabib in april and in early april the fight was called off obviously due to covid19 uh but el kukui still went and made weight anyway so he probably walks around like 175 pretty close to 180 on average and then he cuts down to 155 to fight at that weight so he you know basically just to prove a point census really in my opinion census um senselessly uh cut the weight all the way down to 155 so he diminishes his body and for people who don't understand how bad it is to do that to your body it's so bad for you because what these fighters literally do is balloon themselves up by drinking just a ton of water like gallons and gallons and gallons of water and then uh, uh diminishing their body by just dehydrating themselves uh, flushing it all out, you know, this is everything from using a sauna, sitting in a bathtub, uh, just getting all your water weight off, and it's so bad for your body, it's such a shock to your body to dehydrate yourself like that, <clears throat> it's incredibly damaging as well, and he did it for no reason, for no reason, and that that was really questionable to me, so he did that not, not you know, just a month ago, and typically fighters have at least three to four months between times of cutting weight, so we'll see how that affects him and his cardio, I just don't know how that's going to go, uh, and lastly, you know, Ferguson, the last fight he had was against Pettis, and he's been rocked, he got rocked by Pettis, it was a good shot, 
Uh, he's been rocked in the past. I've seen him fight, and he gets hit, and he'll go down. He, he's been in a lot of fights where he'll he'll get knocked down and come back and win. But with Gaethje, he's got a different sort of power, and I really think he's coming in to take his head off. <clears throat> so that's pretty much how I think that fight's going to go. Uh, it's the main event. That's the one that you want to uh, you know make sure you keep an eye out for. Um, so I got that parlay going. <clears throat> I have Justin Gaethje uh, winning in round three. Uh, by knockout, I got uh, Greg Hardy winning uh, by knockout, and I've got uh, Henry Cejudo uh, winning by decision. So these are just a couple of my uh, couple of the bets I have here. Uh, last thing I'm going to leave you guys with uh, again, appreciate everyone tuning into the podcast. Uh, I hope everyone's staying safe during uh, this uh, COVID crisis we got going on. Uh, one thing I do want to say is again. Please, please, please tune in for the fight tomorrow. It's the only sporting event happening. Get a couple of your buddies. Watch this fight. It's going to be insane, and it's going to be you're going to be happy you did it. I promise. Especially watching uh, Justin Gaethje. And uh, for all of those who do watch it, just remember that. I want you to keep this in mind. Okay, remember this. All right, keep an eye on Gaethje. If he wins, watch what he does after he wins. Okay, only if he wins by knockout. He only does it if he wins by knockout, but just keep an eye on him. Uh, if he doesn't, then I'll sound really wrong, but hopefully he does because uh, then I'll, I'll win some money. It'll be great. Um, last thing I'm going to leave you guys with is that there is a rumor. There is a rumor mill uh, about Connor's next fight, and they're saying it's going to be Jorge Masvidal versus Connor McGregor. And not only are these rumors really swirling, swirling around, but they're very, very real. Um, I've heard some legitimacy to him from Rogan, from Schaub, uh, from Dana White. So I would keep an eye out for that because uh, I think uh, I think it could really happen pretty soon. Um, all right, guys. Thank you for tuning in. Um, I will catch you next time. We'll do a recap of how my betting went and how the fight card went. But uh, please enjoy the fights this weekend. Um, and, uh, yeah, that'll be all.